Shut up and sit down. Welcome in, little boomers, to the first ever episode. First ever episode? Does that sound right? First ever episode of Bucket and Boomer. Uh, sitting here to my left, he's a legend. I mean, he's legendary. He Ooh. he's a season ticket holder. He's a season ticket Ooh. holder on on the plaque when uh, in Nationwide Arena. It says the word "little boomer." Whoever did that is amazing. I don't know who it is. That uh, dude should go down in history. He should go down in history. The myth, the man, the legend, the one and only little boomer here. He's a co-host. He's he, this is his show. I mean, his name is on the oh, fucking crap. thing. That means my mic's hot. It's hot, dude. It's hot. So we I are get here. To, I get to talk, and people get to hear it. It's unbelievable. And we're wow. you know just branching from the artillery. So it, we're already going to have will be educational. Educational. Yeah, educational. something like that. Fun educational. Anyways, <laughs> welcome in, little boomers. Bucket and Boomer podcast, the first ever. This is going to be a running thing every Sunday. Uh, we don't have any sponsors yet, but we are brought to you by the Artillery Podcast, uh, coming from you the from the, the Bartha dot com studios here in downtown, not downtown, Columbus, Ohio, close to downtown. More, anyways, downtown Bexley, downtown Bexley, downtown not even Bexley. that. Wow. I don't and know what it is. It's not a and, and if anybody out there wants to sponsor, talking to you, Miller Lite, um, I would hey, not we're say open. no. Yeah, we're definitely open to ideas. And if you're not Miller Lite, I can change brands. Now, this might get a little bumpy, ladies and boomers. Uh, we are kind of winging this today. I do have a little bit of a show flow here. So, got a big show today. Not a big show. Last night, uh, March 5th. The March fifth, amazing. The return of Nick Foligno, the retirement of Rick Nash, uh, Rick Nash's jersey. Legends, Live uh, forever. Sean Corrales playing against his old team again. All of the, all of the old faces from from the ghosts of Nationwide's past back in the arena last night. Uh, what a scene it was. And, and you know what I learned last night? Eric Johnson or Aaron Johnson, hilarious. Funny dude. Yeah, he's funny. I'm so sorry. I I just got there is a coffee stain on my brand new white bucket hat. That is unreal. I expect nothing less. I just got this on Tuesday. I'm so sorry. I expect nothing less. God. That just ruined my whole day. Oh, by the way, before we get into the Rick Nash thing last night, introducing uh, the other pieces of this, uh, if you may know of somebody by the name of Jordan. Uh, the dude, something about the artillery rant started it maybe. The whole fifth line Last thing time I saw or whatever. Him, he was going to pee, and then he showed up. This <laughs> and morning. then he would showed up this morning. We haven't seen him for like twelve-ish hours. That's and I'm honestly surprised I'm here. So <laughs> we yeah. are too. So are <laughs> Love we. to see you though. Yeah, Love that you're appreciate here. Appreciate it. I, I am uh, in the producer role. He is a uh, producer, Jordan, on and Sundays. I'm actually very happy because I'm too hungover to talk. So that's fair. You don't yeah. have to host it. I am. Me neither. Doing a terrible <laughs> job so far. You're doing a great job, Kyle. Anyways, going back to last night, March fifth. The reason we picked today's date to drop this podcast was because it was about a month out when we first started talking about it and we also, learned that the arnold will be in town so we thought we'd talk about that yeah the arnold for sure did uh, did you see the slap fighting championships that they I have them didn't dude we were at moran's watching it and it was they had it up on tv uh, I'll smack some dude a bitch. got knocked the fuck out dude, i will smack a bitch unbelievable <laughs> hey he's like looking at you jacob I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if, if the shoe fits, we can slip it on. Let's go, Cinderella. All right, so going back to last night, March 5th, Rick Nash gets his number retired. Uh, just an absolute legendary night last night. Uh, the most people 
ever in Nationwide Arena. 19,434. But now it was the most ever by three people. Yes. And that was, it was only because Rick Nash brought his kids. So those were the three extra people. (laughs) Thank you so much, Rick Nash, once again, supporting the cause. Uh, Just a wonderful night. Amazing man. Amazing man. Not just a great hockey player, an actual good dude. Yeah, phenomenal dude. Uh, everybody that spoke last night, too. Rimmer did a phenomenal job hosting it. And he got uh, all the names right. He got all the names right. Yeah. Which bonus. <laughs> I was honestly surprised he didn't call him Riley Nash. <laughs> right. I was waiting for that. Yeah, this when Riley Nash, when he would call Riley Nash, Rick Nash, well, that was always secret, a good time. I saw the cue cards, and Rick's name was in all caps, so he couldn't screw it up. He could not screw it up. Uh, so, yeah, we'll go around the league then after that. Uh, if you weren't there last night, you saw it on TV. Uh, every, the, the set that was put out was beautiful. Everything was, was well done. Um, butts and seats by 530. Not a lot of people got that memo, I guess, because uh, half the arena was empty when they were speaking, which is okay. When the game started, everybody was butts and seats. Yeah, two minutes into the game, it was a packed house. Which is unbelievable last night. What a crowd. I would say uh, – that was probably the best crowd I've ever seen in there. And I was at the game three and four of the Tampa series when we swept Those them. Those are about the only two I'd put above it. I, I was not. Jordan was at the 2014 uh, Pittsburgh game in the playoffs when Felino scored that game winner. Uh, and, and the place went so crazy that they blew out speakers. But I, I So I can't speak to yeah, that. Yeah, I but. mean, they literally blew the speakers out. They had to be replaced for the next series. That's crazy. Or the next game. Now, you would be able to speak to it if, first of all, you remembered last night. And second of all, you didn't leave halfway through the first period. Uh-huh. This is why I'm not going to talk about the game. Yeah. Fair enough. That's because you didn't see a game. You left and saw exactly zero goals. I pulled. I did that during a Penguins game, like, I don't know how many years ago. But uh, I did the old Irish goodbye before the game even started. That's someone, what happens when you drink all day. Someone needs to put Jordan's head on and that take, Grandpa uh, Simpson sinus gift. medication. Yeah, don't ever take Sudafed. Sudafed. Yeah, yeah no Sudafed good. Sudafed and drinking. I feel like that's just common knowledge, though. Wasn't common at the time. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been aware of that for a long, long time. Uh, so, well. yeah, last night um, we had uh, Little Boomer. Uh, if you are not familiar with his beautiful face and that beautiful beard, uh, one of our loyal followers, Boone at Bull, Zach, uh, went out of his way and made a giant uh, replica fat head. It's a fat head, literally a, a fat, fat head, head of of Little Boomer's stupid face. Uh, I had it the entire night, was holding it up. We were on the Jumbotron once. Uh, people were like telling me they could see it from across the arena. Uh, just an absolutely legendary night all the way around. It was amazing. Camera guy shows up. He puts the camera on the two guys in front of us. And all of a sudden, Kyle just starts raising his fat head from behind the seat. And as the fat head comes up, the camera guy smiles, and so does the camera. And then we just play the waiting game because we know it's on. Oh at my that god! Point. Yeah, it's, it's of course the one time that we're actually going to get on the jumbotron. They have to play all the videos of all the of all of the people from around the league congratulating Rick Nash, and that took forever. Three hundred and seventy congratulations videos. It's unbelievable. I'm sitting there waiting because he and the camera guy. We waited for like five minutes for these stupid videos to be done, and then we got like four seconds. I mean, of it was screen so time. long. The camera was starting to shake. He was getting muscle fire. Just unbelievable. Ugh. It's fine. We didn't pick the it. worst time. It was it. totally worth but it. Worth it. Uh, yeah, so moving on uh, from that, again, last night, amazing. Go back and rewatch it if you can. Uh, watch that ceremony. Um, the golf cart was cool as hell that they brought out for him. That was, that was cool. What a great gift. I know, I'm pretty sure he's a big golfer. He's a huge golfer. That's and why with getting a trip to Augusta National, 
when they said that was his bucket list item, I totally believe that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. I don't know about taking a four-seater golf cart onto a golf course, but... Yeah, they're not going to let that in. I used to live in Augusta when I was in the Army. That ain't getting in. Not Augusta itself, but like any course at all. That's just... be like logistically, that's not great. Well, I mean, there's probably something outside the west side. Yeah, you're probably right. National Trail Golf Course, I'm... Pretty sure you, oh, could, you think Rick Nash you could, is golfing at National you, you Trail? Can you can drive. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you can drive the cart there. They'll probably let you bring a Ford Ranger out. Yeah, you're probably right. They probably would let you take a little Ford I mean, Ranger. What's the difference, though, between a $20,000 golf cart and a Ford Ranger? Well, I mean, when you drive out there with a golf cart that's worth more than a golf course, they're probably not going to stop you. Mm, that's a good point. All right, uh, moving on from the golf cart. Uh, unfortunately, Blue wait, Jacket, we'll talk, before, let's talk about the game for a second. Before we go there, before the golf cart, did we not talk about the jacket? Rick Nash officially has a blue jacket. Oh, yeah. That was actually really cool. The lining the, is all pictures of him when he played was here. was amazing. Yes. When you, I did see that. As a father, when you put something together with all them pictures of your kids, that's going to mean more than a golf cart. That's going to be more yeah, than Yeah, that's anything. something that gets framed, and you, you'll never, he should never wear that. I mean, I maybe would wear it every day. I would wear it every day. I thought that was really cool. They, that's like his... I don't know. Maybe the Blue Jackets are going to – maybe they'll start some tradition with that. Every time they retire a number, you get a jacket like that. I mean, in Augusta – Some kind of ring you, of honor kind of thing going on Augusta, here. In Augusta, you, know? you get a green jacket. Why not in Columbus get a blue jacket? All I'm saying is they should retire the number five for the fifth line, and then I should get a jacket. Yeah, there you go. Or, well, I think you'd have some people arguing with you well, about who should get a jacket. there would be a handful of us getting a jacket. Looking at you, Mark But I would, like, I would like a jacket. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I would love a jacket. Yeah. Hey, Marcus. Marcus, big hugs last night. Big hug guy last night at the beginning. Big hugs. Did you take home all the... Uh, I got them all. Oh, they're in my God. bag. Yeah, they're right here, actually. All the commemorative tickets and Appreciate the programs. That. Yeah, yeah. I've got one for you. I've got one for you, I guess. We have a crowd here this evening. We have a live audience. Uh, anyways. Well, are there really an audience? They're just kind of like hanger-oners. Peanut gallery. They're hanger-oners. Uh, big hug guy, Marcus, if you're listening to this, uh, send us some jackets. We would love to rock those for... The, we would love to rock blue jackets for the blue jackets. We'll submit pictures. There's plenty it of pictures sense. if you want to do it a liner. Sense, yeah. Yeah. Did you say something about lines? The liners. Oh. Five, we'll just, we'll submit pictures for the liner. I want a jacket with my face inside it. I wonder how much that would cost to get a... a not, I'm, I'm not, but probably it ain't that, cheap. The jacket itself probably was a seven dollars $800 jacket. Minus... Or whatever, but plus whatever the and liner costs. As soon as you start customizing it, it just goes up from there. Oh, what a night. Anyways. Wait, that's DK. He'd probably know. Yeah, DK would be. Yeah, that's right. Oh, DK, we saw everybody last night. Man, if I saw you last, if we saw you last night, I truly probably don't remember. Uh, I had to get a ride home. I had to come pick up my car from the Arena District this morning. If I uh, saw you after the second period, I probably <laughs> remember because I'd officially drink myself sober at that point. All right, let's talk about the game if now. If I saw you at all, can you please tell me where I was? <laughs> Because I don't remember. Well, it went something like this. Hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Okay. And then four goals happen, and we're outside in the smoking area. And then we realize, And like, everybody goes, have you seen Jordan? I'm like, hey, yay tall. You know? <laughs> and they're like, no, have you physically seen him? And I'm like, yeah, when? I'm like, five. dude, that was a half hour ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, we're sitting yeah. in the seats, and I'm just, I look over. It had been like... 20 minutes maybe half an hour it was pushing a half hour and i i look we're sitting in the seats watching the game just enjoying the game and i look over and jordan still isn't there i'm like hmm <laughs> i look at little boomer i'm like where's jordan 
Ah, oh, he did it again. <laughs> he just, he did it again. I'm sorry we keep talking about this. I'm not proud this. of myself. <laughs> but it's it was, all right. We're, we're, one of two things is going to happen. Yeah. You're going to put your iPhone in my Find My iPhone app. Okay. Mm. Or we're going to start sewing Apple tags into your underwear. Yes. I am okay with either one. We'll just stitch yeah. one to the back of your neck. I think the, the best... <laughs> we'll I mean, just implant it. We'll just implant it. <laughs> yeah. That might be the best need a micro. Somebody, If anybody knows how to microchip a human, please Bill let Gates? me know. We're gonna hey, <laughs> man, we can get sponsored by a vet clinic. We'll just yeah, we're, yeah, we're Microsoft yeah, since they're really good at microchipping people. All right. I mean, we can track my dog down. Why not, Jordan? Jesus. Let's talk about the game last night. Uh, great game, really, in the, in the grand scheme of things. Amazing game. Everything was great ex- except the end. Except the end. Well, the end was the best part, uh, the end of regulation when mm. 1.8 seconds left. Line 8 throws a beautiful pass at the top uh, to the point there. And Voracek with a slap shot. With a slap shot. Let me just say, I, I just Vorchek has like close to 40 points this year, and he has three fucking goals. I just want to put that into perspective. And a slap th- shot for Vorchek. And Voracek. 30 primary assists. It's unbelievable. He's third in the league in, in primary assists, just two below, or just below Huberto and somebody. I don't remember the other guy. Like David? No, it starts with an H2. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. It's not Vorchek. That place was went into absolute mass hysteria when that goal went in. It, w- it was amazing. Like that, we see the puck hit the back of the net. Everybody comes out of the seats. Two guys in front of us come out of the seats. They're celebrating with us. The two guys behind us come out of their seats. They're celebrating with us. I'm jumping up and down. I'm pulling rib cartilage because I'm old. Then the best thing in the whole situation happens. We settle down and we get ready for a face-off, and the guy in front of you says what? Who scored that? Who That's was right. that? Who was that? <laughs> Jesus. Like, Come on, new guy. Yeah, that uh, God was that the same game? The offside? No. Oh, you got to be more specific if we're talking offside. No, the I'm thinking of overtime. No, it was not. That was the last game. That was Friday night. Everything's starting to run together at this point. Uh, and we're gonna do it again tomorrow. And oh, that's right. I I have a ticket tomorrow for with you. That's right. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, the the game was disappointing at the end for sure. Um, but overall, I, it was from start to finish. Phenomenal the game, game was, wonderful night. The game night. was just fun. Still got a point from a team we're trying to catch. Now, we gave them two, but uh, still got a point, you know. So well, we cut that deficit in half there. Technically, I mean, they're not the team we're chasing anymore. Technically, but it, yeah, we're chasing we gotta, both of them. We got to get past Washington before we can catch Boston. We do have to get, well, yeah, either one. I don't. And they're coming and Boston's, back. Boston's uh, getting hot again right now. I think they're going to go on a little stretch here and. The only chance we, yeah, you're right. The only chance we really have is Washington kind of imploding. And, and that, when you have a guy like promising. when you have a guy like Ovechkin running that locker room, though, that's something that doesn't really happen very often. It's like Crosby running a locker room. It's the team doesn't implode. It doesn't. It's not like I hate to say this because I am fucking in love with Nick Foligno. But when Nick Foligno was captain in in Columbus and Bob's throwing fits and Panarin doesn't want to be here and Duchesne's a little bitch and Dzingles like yelling at everybody, Duclair gets traded. I mean, what a shit show that was. You don't see that happen with teams like Washington and, and Pittsburgh. No, and that's why we only got out of the first round. There we go. Hey, love you, Nick Felino. My favorite player of all time. That that tribute video last night was wonderful. The the Blue Jackets you, you organization. Cried. I did a little bit. You almost cried. Tears in my eyes when he was out there on the ice skating around. Everybody was going nuts. That place was so loud for him. Um, if you if anybody booed him last night, uh, straight to jail immediately. Get out of my sight. Did, did anybody catch out the pizza, catch the pizza box he had? Everybody's like, oh, why doesn't he have Papa John's? Does he not have a sponsor anymore? Nikki comes home and grabs a Mikey's Late Night Slice. Oh, of course. All right. Uh, moving on here from last night. Um, we'll do it again Monday. 
Uh, around the league, news and notes from around the league. Um, basically, the only thing I want to talk about here was standings uh, in the Metro specifically. Uh, I think still nine points now behind, or 11 points even behind Washington. Uh, it, it's uh, a tough hill. It's, it's going to be a steep hill, especially yeah. last night was a must win. Every time we step up, we step back. We just, we're like tap dancing right now. Yeah, um, I agree with that. I, it, I think it is going to be a little bit, it's, it's more than, it's going to be more than challenging to catch Washington. We're, we're going to know in two weeks if we're buyers or sellers. This is a big two-week period leading up to the trade deadline. And if we go forward, we might start buying. If I don't think that that's going to happen. There's there's guys that have been on the block. There's guys that people are talking about wanting. And there is the ability to make some moves. But to bring guys in? Possibly. For there's no run. I don't I I think making the playoffs would be huge this year. Um just strictly for the fact that we can say we made the playoffs in a rebuild year. I don't think that there's any chance this team makes a run right now, especially with some of the talent Around the league, you look at Colorado, you look at uh, Edmonton even, they're not playing well, but they still have I – mean, that's the most talented team in the league if you look at it, really. Yeah, and they're not in our side. Right. Well, New York, if you look at the Rangers, you look at Carolina, you look at Florida, Tampa Bay, I mean, uh, Pittsburgh, Toronto, all these teams are so talented, so good. There's just zero chance this team makes a run to the playoffs And that's this year. why we've got to focus on Washington. Let them keep slipping and sliding. If they come to us and we go forward, in two weeks you'll make that decision. Yeah. And I if agree. If they do make that decision, there's going to be some very, very, very unhappy fans. I just hope that they don't try to buy too much this season. I think it's more of a conservative selling year, in my opinion. I think that uh, maybe a pick here and there, trying to bring in some prospects, uh, maybe moving a guy like Max Domi. That's the one I've seen the most of. Um, all the line A rumors have been completely squashed. Yeah, Yarmo, Yarmo smushed that. Yeah, that's not go. He actually, he's not going anywhere. He actually used the word "I'm sick of this shit." shit. Yes, he did. Yeah, love a good. We love Yarmo. In Yarmo, we trust. In Yarmo, we trust. And also in Yarmo, we question because we're human. We do question. That is correct. He will make mistakes, and he has before. Not many, but he has. Uh, injuries to talk about right now. I don't think any injuries really came up last night that I can remember. Uh, oh, Roslovic last night came up pretty limp. Uh, he got hit pretty hard. There was, man, well, Boston Borchek was playing almost a couple times. dirty last night. Yeah, I mean, it was borderline dirty from well, Boston last night. Let's get on that topic of borderline dirty. Because the stadium erupted. The arena just went crazy with the whole Marchant Z fiasco that led to a hurdling Elvis Merge Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now, that watched, was, what, a, what a jump by that, that Elvis jump was got amazing. Up, man. That jump was amazing. But I've rewatched that play, and I've rewatched that play this morning, and I've rewatched that play again. And if you watch the play happen, Marchant actually doesn't do anything until Z puts him in a headlock. That sounds about right. I'm not a Marchant defender. No. But he wasn't wrong. No, and he's a lot of the time he's not. It's just it's just he has a history. I think it's just a stupid looking face. He he has a history and he's one of those guys that as long as he's not wearing my jersey, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. You, know, like Tom you, can, Wilson. you can you can die. But if you're on my fantasy team, just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have Marshawn on your fantasy team? On two yeah, of my three. Of course you do. Yeah, it was very painful last night because uh, I was in a pretty close match, and I've got Marchant, Bergeron, and McAvoy. And I'm like, go Vorchek and Line because they're on there as well. Aren't I playing you? Yeah, oh, are no, you this it, week? That's not the close league. <laughs> okay, God. I'm about to say it ain't close. <laughs> yeah, that one's already over. <laughs> yeah. I, I done beat you Tuesday. It's been, uh, it's been about three days since I've checked my lineup. I appreciate that. That's good. That. Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll restart next week. 
Well, you said you were going to do it after you went to the bathroom. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, maybe I did. I don't know. I it's going to be weeks of us joking with you about That's this. That's fine. I, just, I, I am can... here to accept it Okay. at this I, point. Don't take it personally. Hey, you oh, burned it. You burned it. I, yeah. I, I <laughs> you don't. burned it. That's, that is very true. You can, uh, yeah, have at it. I mean, you, you do this once, shame on you. You do this twice, <laughs> shame on me. You do this seven times, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. hey, I used to be, when I was uh, a younger lad, I used to be... Younger um, lad is in what twenty five? Yeah, like six four. or seven years ago. Uh, <laughs> I, I was the best Irish goodbyer of any Irish goodbyers there are. Uh, I don't do that anymore. I've given all of my responsibilities to Jordan, and he's doing very well with it. Somebody's got to carry the torch. Overachiever, <laughs> yes. Overachiever. All right, yeah. moving on again. Uh, talking about transactions, injuries, anything like that. Uh, same old injuries. I think Roslovic actually came back into that game last night. Uh, so really, not much to speak of there. Um, yeah. Why is Emil Bemstrom still on the ice? I don't know. Oh, good lord! Uh, it's oh, good he didn't lord. look te- he didn't look terrible last night, but is F- is Fix Wolanski hurt? Is that no? He's not. He's, he's playing not in hurt. Cleveland. He is not hurt. He's playing. In I've Cleveland. mentioned names like Foodie. Foodie's hurt. You know, I don't um, understand I, why Gaunt's come out. The term "banged up" was used. I mean, I would use a "banged up" Brendan. Gaunt's is on. Uh, yeah, he will not play on Friday and didn't play on Saturday. Uh, Robinson's still out. Tarasov's out for the season with a hip injury. Uh, Texas still in IR with that finger. We m- definitely missed him in that shootout yeah. last night. Corpy's still down, but getting closer. Corpy's down. Gaunt's gone. Uh, Boquist and Bean, the defense has just been annihilated all season. Uh, it's it's tough to to keep any sort of pace winning-wise when your two top four defen- defensemen are hurt all season. It's I don't know if number 27 is cursed with Boquist or Absolutely what, man. Absolutely it's cursed. We've, we've, already, we've already decided that. I truly believe that Boquist can be a – top pairing defenseman in the league not just for this team but he has to try to he has to stay healthy it's it's bad when our bright spot on the defense this year has been andrew peak i don't know if that's a bad thing i think peak well well, coming coming into the preseason um, when we were at the games we're watching literally he was the sixth or seventh guy um, going in that last preseason game, he was pretty much told either you do something or you're out of here. This yeah. is what we need from you. He's definitely stepped and up. And we watched it happen. We went to that game and watched him get physical, get tougher, started fighting play people. defense, <laughs> and that's how he made this team. And then due to injuries, spots have opened up. His role has grown, and he's actually grown into it. Gavi, Gavi's looked good, too. He's one of those guys we kind of forget to mention. Dude, his uh, face, Just because he's so damn consistent. You've seen that eye? Oh, yeah, that's oh, a shiner if I've ever seen one before. Oh, man, that's ugly. Unbelievable. What was that face for? Michael Neff is in the house today. <laughs> Uh, why don't you go? Hi, Mike. How are you doing, man? Uh, feeling a little rough. Yeah, it was a rough okay. night. Huh? Yeah. yeah, more yes. of a rough morning, I guess, than night. But oh, well, didn't get a lot of sleep. But we won't get into that. So Michael Neff <laughs> is a loyal little boomer from. Uh, he was. He used to live here. Uh, he's from somewhere in Europe. I don't know. Some fucking country over there. Somewhat. Uh, it's starting with S or whatever. Yeah, one of those S countries. So. On, on artillery pods in the past, you probably heard he's from Scotland or Sweden, which are both wrong. But we're not going to get into that. It's a myth at this time. We're just going to leave it at that. Finish? I don't get it. I don't Anyways. That would be cool. That would mean I, I was related to he's, Yarmo. He's the Swiss man. talking like Yarmo right now. You <laughs> are talking like Yarmo right now. <laughs> he just tried to trade me a cigarette for a cigarette butt. That's right. So I tried to make a Gavrikov face. Oh, is that what you were doing yeah. over there? Just like looking really injured. But yeah, you look, probably you didn't just work. Just sit there, do your normal face. You look just injured enough for that without doing anything yeah, else. Yeah, you could be a defender on this team. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess so. 
Eat you look like you got hit by a truck last night. Thank you. That, that's how I feel. <laughs> like a big one. Oh, can right. you imagine if I even had done some shots? Like I oh, stopped to yeah, beer the shots only. Were flowing I'd be dead sure. now. Yeah, is, but here we are. What a night. Thanks for having me, guys. I was good till the shots started pouring. Uh, do you have do you have anything to say? Do you have any comments on the Blue Jackets state of affairs right now? I just want to say that I cried yesterday. Like yes. mostly the entire time. Like the first hour I cried and then just right when I got my bearings again, the tribute video came oh, up and so God. I started crying again. So I lost a lot of water yesterday, but I made sure to replenish with plenty yeah, of fear. With, yeah. with with that Nash ceremony and the and the tribute to Felino both, first class. Oh yeah, hey, yeah. I, I was. Mean, that's what I was gonna say. The Blue Jackets organization, the people that put that video together uh, in such a way, um, ap- wonderful job. It was absolutely phenomenal. That's I mean, gonna be something that the, the Nash part alone started at five forty and didn't end till what right at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. It did so, not feel like an hour. And 20 somebody minutes. said that on Twitter. It was the longest ever time I've, I was in that arena for a hockey game. We got in five thirty, and what, when was it all over? Like at 10.25 or some shit, yeah. right? We yeah, were there so. three hours, or four or five hours. It was crazy. And I didn't want to leave. I don't. I, I wanted to continue to stay there and drink after the game, <laughs> three, but they don't allow that. Jim, Jim the Jim the Usher, Section 111, I owe you your girlfriend a bucket hat, by the way. All right. Jim the Usher 111, also one of the day oneers. One of the I day one guys that was mentioned to. last night. Uh, Jim, he was mentioned in the in the speech. Somebody, I don't remember who was giving the speech, but uh, the, uh, it was Rick Nash. <laughs> oh, it was Nash. There were so many people that talked. It could yeah. have been anybody that said that. I yeah, don't know. It was, it was that guy, the guy that they put his number up there. Did you? Do you remember that part? I don't. Riley. At least somebody. It was, it was Riley Nash. Riley Nash. Uh, all right, moving on again. Uh, I'm just gonna move right along here. Uh, any big news you got that you want to talk about? Anything like that? Before we get into your own personal segment. Coming up here, a little teaser, you know. I have my own segment? You have your own segment. That should be interesting. Wow, it's going to be interesting. Anything else you want to talk about? Anybody got anything? We're totally See, winging this right now. I think it's know, going okay so far. I think, uh, but I think yeah. you're doing splendid. Okay. Also, you know what was funny yesterday? A lot of things. When Sidney Crosby came up, came up on the Jumbotron and, and congratulated Riley at Rick Nash. I'm starting to say Riley Nash. Jesus oh Christ, boy. I'm, I'm right. rimmering It'll it. Be all right, rimmer. This is terrible. But everybody started booing. It was fantastic. Like, yeah, well done. Crosby. That was all really my good. Hami- all my homies. Hamies? You all your Hamies? All my homies all hate Sidney Crosby. Now, to touch on this real quick, uh, one of the things that me and Buck had have decided we're going to do is we're going to bring some of the fans in every once in a while and have a segment where we bring in someone to make them part of the podcast as well. And uh, this week, that's why Mike Neff's here. He's he's our special fan guest. So once everything's up and running and we got a little more action on social media, we'll put it out there to where you can reach out to us. And uh, yeah, one, one by one, hopefully we're here long enough to get each and every one of you in here. For sure. Yeah, uh, new new Twitter account, a dedicated Twitter account coming soon. I uh, just got to get a password from somebody over here. Um, I got it. Cool. Uh, so that'll be coming probably today. I'll probably work on that today then. Uh, we got a fresh new logo coming out. Uh, and the fan thing, that's the biggest thing. I mean, yes. the artillery, um, it's its always been for the fans. But when we do a podcast, it's really just us three talking to each other. Uh, and it's done well. It's, it's a very successful business plan that we have there. Um, the Number one Jackets podcast, baby. In the world. And in that's world. not – that is a fact. That is a fact. Uh Anyways, uh, with the Bucket and Boomer, what we want to do is kind of get uh, the more of the fan perspective in here. Um, 
guy, everybody at the season ticket holders, people that go to the games, people that follow us, uh, loyal little boomers. We want you guys on the podcast. So um, just just come in and talk about that one night I saw them at our bar. Right. Yeah. So, just because like we probably that. don't remember that anyway. Right. Exactly. And if you've seen Jordan, please tell us where he's yes. where he is. Matter of fact, we may start a second Twitter page to where where's is Jordan? Jordan. Honestly, if somebody could start that, that'd be incredible. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. And uh, Apple, if you want to sponsor us, we could use some air tags <laughs> for his underwear That's right. with yeah. a live tracker. Uh, <laughs> once we get this Twitter account uh, up and running, uh, the DMs will be open. There is no reason for me to close those DMs. Everybody slide in those bitches, and we will get you in here as quickly as we can. If and the more inappropriate, the better. We will be vetting people, though. Like there will be like a filtration system here. Uh, it's not anybody's just gonna. Be, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say it right now. If anything, I'm very honest. Uh, if I don't think that you're gonna uh, that you'd be good on here, I'm just not gonna allow you. And it, it is what it is. Moving on from that. All right. Moving on here uh, after the quick break. Uh, just got some pretty terrible news uh, from our bar last night. Uh, even this morning, it looks. Uh, according to 614 Hockey on Twitter, it looks like our bar was broken into last night, uh, also vandalized. There's only one picture right now on Twitter. Um, I'm sure more will come out. Hopefully whoever did that uh, cut the shit out of themselves on that glass. But Ridiculous. No excuses. I mean, I just no don't excuses. understand. At, at, you know, what a, a phenomenal night. Our bar had a great night. That place was packed out till close. Uh, just an absolute great night. And then some douchebag comes in and, and does something like that. I just public stoning. Let's find them. Public I'm stoning. I'm publicly stoned all the time. I don't know what you're no, talking. No stoning. Stoning. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Is that not what it's called when you good, smoke? Is good good, is doing a stoning? I don't. Good God. Okay. I'm sorry. Let, let's just <laughs> let's just hope it wasn't Jordan. Yeah. Hopefully Jordan. That's true. Yeah. Jordan, did where did you go Jordan. after the game? I don't know. I woke up in my bed. I was. I don't have any cuts or scrapes, so we should. Where, be where's your play. alibi? Uh, I don't know. Nah, but no, honestly, that's that's it's uncalled for. No excuses whatsoever. I hope whoever did it, I hope they find you, and I hope you your life is just miserable as hell. For what? Yeah. Uh, God, this is getting dark. Also, uh, that's my home away from home. The same, dude. Also, if you're out, if you're in the arena district, out and about uh, the next couple of days, I know tomorrow night for sure. Hopefully, they're open tomorrow night now. Uh, for the Toronto game here in Columbus. Have to tip uh, go a little higher so we can get that door fixed. For sure, yeah. Go support your local bar. I think they made enough money last night to get a couple doors fixed. Uh, yeah, they should be okay. Go support your local business tonight. Our bar has been a staple of the Arena District for a very long time. Um, it's the hockey bar in Columbus, and that's where that's where all the cool hockey wanna, people go. If you want to come out and meet us, um, there's a 99.99% chance we'll be there. We will be there. Yeah. yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. Probably have dinner, make them money, and then... Yeah. It's supposed to be nice again tomorrow, isn't it? Another patio know. night? It's supposed to rain all day today. Where's that at? It's coming. Probably okay. coming It'll tomorrow. wait till I go to work tomorrow. All right. <laughs> Moving on here. Uh, sucks for our bar. They'll get it fixed, though. Shit like that happens out there sometimes, and it just sucks, man. I mean, you know, we've saved them once. We'll do it again. They don't we'll do need what we saved. Gotta. It's we'll just, do what we got to. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, we're going to introduce a new segment. Um this segment is absolutely perfect. I know on Wednesdays, if you listen to the Artillery Podcast, uh, Bucket Hat Kyle yells quite a bit. A uh, lot of F-bombs, a lot of stuff, to the point where I've been approached by some people that work for the Blue Jackets. They're like, hey, like, settle down. Uh, maybe we don't like all the cussing down, so much. Junior. Tone yeah. it down, Junior. Uh, so having said that, we so after they told me that, I was like, that's a great idea. We should have a little boomer just yell and cuss then. Because I'm so even kill. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, this segment is called Boomer is Boiling. Uh, this is just about one thing that is grinding Little Boomer's gears for the week, and he's just going to vent right here on air. So let's hear it. Let's go. Number five, two. Five, two. Emil Bemstrom, for those of you 
Why are we being force fed Emil Bemstrom time after time? Time after time. We have players in Cleveland that are ready to come up. We have players that are getting scratched. Why do they keep forcing? We know what he is. He's the fastest guy on the ice every night. That's because he's turning the puck over and he's chasing somebody down. Mm-hmm. Or he's racing to the bench to not get a dash one. This dude had one amazing slap shot. This one-timer in preseason two years ago. And other than that, he scored three goals when we left. Yeah, that was against Nashville last season when we left uh, after his first goal and he scored two more. Well, I had some important stuff to take care of. Those of you that know, I'm a huge Davis of Art fan. That's true. So when Davis Savard got traded, there's the big 10 by 10 banners that hang in there. I, I purchased it, and I had to pick it up that night. Well, also, you had to stop me from fighting in Nashville. For and, and, and Kyle and you just was pulled me out of there. You're like, no, 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 no. Let's get out of here. So Anyways, we like, go back to Bemstrom. Let's get out of here, you know, and he scored three goals, whatever. It happens every once in a while. Blind squirrel finds a nut. But I've watched this team and watched this team and watched this team, and I've watched this kid skate and I've watched this kid skate, and I've watched this guy get time after time after time and opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. I don't give my children that many opportunities. Do I, Jake? He's here. He'll tell you. you And it took one come-to-Jesus meeting, and I was Jesus, and we fixed him. Lil Boomer said something about slapping the shit out of somebody earlier, and and Jake over there just shuddered, and he was just like trembling. I've never hit him. I've never (laughs) hit him. He's still And if I did, there's no video evidence. But I've never hit him. But no, Emil Bemstrom, we know what he is. He's a fifth-line player. He should be sitting in the stands with us. He should be on a plane back to wherever he's from. He's not an NHLer. He's he's the equivalent of a 4A baseball player. He's really good in the minors, and he's not good enough for the pros. All right. I agree with you. And, And I just don't understand why time after time after time after time. Brandon Gantz is banged up. I understand. He's banged up. But I would take an 80% Brandon Gantz over 150% Emil Bemstrom eight days a week. How, how do you feel, moving on from that, I agree with, how, how do you feel about uh, Elvis getting the nod two nights in a row over Barube? Oh, good Lord. Here's something we need to realize with this franchise. We have goalie depth. We have a bunch of average goalie depth. Well, they're all hurt. Wait, but we, you, did you not hear the other word? We have a bunch of average goalie <laughs> yes, depth. I did. Elvis Mers Lincolns had a two-month run that is historic. It was amazing. It's stuff that doesn't happen. And if you get rid of that two-month run. Real quick, for those listeners who don't know what he's talking about, that's the five shutouts in eight games uh, he had back when Corpy was injured. When he made the, Corpy made the All-Star game, got injured, uh, Elvis came in at five shutouts in eight games. We're like, holy shit, that's the savior. This is our guy. Anyways. Yeah. And, and it was a historic run. It really was. I mean, it belongs in record books. But it since <laughs> that time, since that time, for all you analytical number nerds, he's barely average. And I know everybody's going to say, it's because of our defense. defense. Well, guess what? When we had those defenders that we got rid of that were our hardcore defensive players, he was still average after that run. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with you 100% there. Um, And I mean, you look at this lineup. Elvis is the number one. They've paid him the money. They've forced him down our throat almost as much as Emil Bemstrom. And he has zero all-star appearances or has been elected as an all-star zero times. He was going to win the Vesna this year, and that's obviously not going to happen. And I understand. Stuff happened this summer. But numbers don't lie, and he's average. 
Well, yeah, and then in just a smaller sample size, we can go back to two seasons ago and all that. Um, I'm with you there. I think smaller sample size. When Elvis goes out, he lo- he did not look good Friday night by any means. If you were at that game, watched it on TV, anything like that. And, and you know his backup's three and one right now. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm getting yeah. So there's some goals that you know were pretty soft. That if you're a number one goaltender and you want to be up there with the number one goaltender, you have to make that save. I don't care if it's one on one or whatever. Vasilevsky makes that save all day. Tuka Raskin has probably made that save all day. Carey Price, Connor Hellebuck, uh, Robin Leonard, Mark Andre Fleury. I can keep fucking going. Yeah, there's a whole list. Bobrovsky, they make those saves. That's, those are the saves you make as a number one goaltender. If you want to be that guy, and he's absolutely getting paid to be that guy, and he is not that guy. He's not being that and, guy. And here's another key factor. For all of his saves, you could damn near divide him in half because he cannot control a, roof, a rebound. Right. Everything's juicy right back in the middle, and a he has to make it, a yeah. second save. He's, got, he's had so, a good glove recently. Here, here's the thing. He makes some really flashy, great saves, but then he just lets in soft goals every exactly. single game. Like yesterday, maybe he's he still hurt. I don't know. Maybe he's been hurt I, all season. I, but I, I honestly you, believe that he is not 100%. You've got to cut those soft goals like out. Elvis. You have to cut the, those soft goals out. I'd rather have him not make as many flashy goals and not let those soft goals. Well, you know that's how you the, not make flashy thing. saves? Stay in the fucking blue ice. Well, also, maybe the defense should stop allowing so many two-on-ones the other way. Cross crease passes like that. You kind of have to make some flashy saves. So I, the, the flashy saves are... Very skilled, but it's then he'll give up a soft goal off in between, like under his armpit, and it, and then we're just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me! After that save he just made, that's what they score on. It's just absolutely, it's got to be deflating for the team too. And I don't know what's going on with Elvis, really. I mean, it we, this is it's not normal. There's something wrong. Maybe he's been hurt. He has a he has a very young child. I, you know that probably I, I is still believe him. Elaine Shercliffe brought it up at the draft party, and I still believe that. We've all heard the story of what happened up there at the 4th of July party. And she explained it to me with one term that really sunk with me, and I believe it's still affecting him today, and that's survivor's remorse. Mentally, that's something that's hard to get over because yeah, I don't, I don't want to get into that. I don't. Yeah. That's this isn't we're, this is not our place to even right, talk right. about. But I talked if that about is it an issue mentally. It. It's hard to perform physically if you're. The, having the, mental issues with the, it. Maybe. The yeah, thing it, is, you should judge a goalie with, also with their backup, right? And somebody just said it. I don't know if it was Kyle or, or you, little boomer. Berube was 3-1. and one. That's the same defense. Right? And has a better so save the, percentage. The, the defense um, excuse to me is void with that. So. Well, even with Berube in when he three and one, and Warinsky was out most of those yep, games, that's and right. that's, that's now, right. don't get me wrong, Warinsky is not a great defenseman by any means, but he's one of the best ones on the team. That's saying something. He was out. He was out three of them because he got hurt in the, the or he was out two of them. He got hurt in the Toronto game, right? So he was there for the first two, and he wasn't there for the second two. And the chances of any goalie in this league winning those two back to back against Florida and Carolina on the road, yeah. Any goal in the league, if they get one, that's a good job. All right, moving on from that, uh, Elvis, for sure, something's up. Barube not playing last night surprised me. I think it was honestly, honestly him not that playing was like last a, night surprised or the night before. I figured he'd get the Friday night Elvis. Game. I knew Elvis and was going to have to play that Boston game. game. That was, it's just it's you know it's uh, the optics at that point. You don't want your third four string goaltender in on Rick Nash. Now. Anyways. Um, Moving on from that, I have one thing also that's that I'm boiling about. Oh, if I can just uh, get yes. in there, it's it's all these it's all these yes. offsides that we keep. Like you mean I, the ones that I called one second after it happened? Right. So and that was the most recent one on Friday, we and we already knew the answer. Yeah, streamers came out. Uh, streamer guy needs to have streamer a, guy. Calm that, your tits. That needs to be like a, you need to have a chat with your boss about 
blowing your load a little early there, bud. Uh, anyways, or girl, I don't know who you are. Anyways, uh, the offside. I mean, it's it's been eight or nine so far this season where goals have been disallowed because of offside. My thing with this is it's probably coaching. There's some coaching there. Something's got to get figured out with chemistry. When Warinsky's bringing the puck up the ice, there's three guys on the ice, right? Six total, seven, eight, eight guys total because if you count the two goaltenders. Um, the, the linesman is fucking standing there and gets paid to call offside. When we're standing which, which in, when I we're, don't. We're, anyway, when we're sitting in 111 on the other side of the arena and can see the offside happening and the linesman doesn't call it, what the fuck are we paying that guy for? It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how in the hell are you staying with six guys on the ice? Not ten. Four less than normal. How do you not call that offside in the moment? It's the ref's fault. The streamer guy blew his load early. I don't care. That was absolutely ridiculous. It's coming down to chemistry. Morenzi's coming up the middle of the ice, and he acts like he's going to go over. His wingers are fucking charging the zone, and then he pulls back real quick to try to make a move at the line and lose it. What are you doing, Warinsky? Get It's three on three. Get the puck in the fucking zone. It's not rocket science. It's hockey. That was beautiful, first of all. Can't and confirm. then also, I'm Can't pissed confirm. at our guys, too. Our guys suck. They always go off sides. Yeah, the, the linesmen should, should see that, but then let the play oh, on. Oh, I'm not right? disagreeing with so you at all. You, yeah. you, you, can, you can let the play run, and then those stupid reviews happen. But our guys always jump the fucking gun. Yeah, it's and talking about a chemistry issue and a coaching issue, if you notice, when we've been on streaks, the lines have been staying the same. You guys are way now, too calm for we don't have, boiling segment. We, I'm sick of it. We don't have a line blender like we used to have, obviously. Yeah. But after every loss, we just throw names in a hat. You yeah, usually have some, one line that stays yeah. together, and then the rest of them get mixed up. And here's the other question I want, I want answered. Why in the hell are Voracek and Line A not on the same line? I mean, that's the only thing that has worked all year. It's not the only thing, but it's been the most the consistent thing. The main thing that has worked all Line year. Line A has been, yeah. I mean, it's a very, it's a symbiotic relationship. Uh, Voracek racking up his assists and Line A racking up those primaries. goals. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> insane. Um, yeah, the offside, man, it's, it's, it's really getting on my fucking nerves this year. I mean, after the first two, one or two times, you would think it would be fixed in the, in the locker room. Uh, it's just unbelievable that it keeps happening. And then you are pissing off an entire arena full of people uh, when, when you're on, when, on an overtime goal. Beautiful goal by Boone, that backhander against uh, – A lot, of, a lot of work to get in there to get that done. All of that. And that's the yeah, other thing. Enough. That rule fucking sucks because there is no reason they should be – that should be a judgment call all day. There is no reason they should be able to go back and review offside. That offside had nothing to do with that goal. They were in the zone for like 10 seconds after that offside and then scored. The play developed. The offside had nothing to do with it. Yeah, it was a new situation. They should not be able to It's just go unbelievable. Yeah, it's stupid. It's that there are go stupid. goals, good goals like that being disallowed because of a... People not doing their job. Because of a hair. It's a hair. Like he was off by a hair. It was so close, but he was offside. He was. The review is stupid. It's And also that the blue line doesn't count to the zone that pisses me fucking off right so when the puck is in the zone it belongs to the zone the, the line does but when you're carrying the puck in you have to put the puck over the line doesn't make any fucking that sense. Makes sense it doesn't you don't think it makes sense no it doesn't make sense because you make the zones different sizes when you're in it's bigger and when you're going in, it's smaller because the line doesn't belong to the zone doesn't make any fucking sense yeah. that pisses me off sorry you said bigger and smaller and i automatically turned into an eight-year-old okay <laughs> All right, uh, we are done here, I think, for today. Quick episode today, uh, probably more coming at you next week. Um, definitely going to be 
a work in progress. I think everything went well, well today get there. so far. Can we'll I just say there. one Producer thing? Jordan, what do you think? Thank you guys. We're great. Okay. Whatever. It was a, it was an <laughs> honor seeing Kyle go off in person. That was fantastic. Normally, you always hear it on the on the podcast. But Dude, the hair was shaking. The emotion and I everything. So, I get so worked up over this shit. That this was is beautiful. This is legitimately like my. This is where I dump it. But it's my trauma dump. I'm not kidding. This is what I just come in here and just start venting. I'm sweating now. Like I, I need a cigarette after. He actually that. turned was, green. He turned green. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Oh God, I have a headache. I shouldn't have done angry. that. Was an honor seeing you like that. Absolutely beautiful. And thanks. For We're gonna get a little boomer to that hey, point eventually. Thanks. Just get so oh. mad, man. Just get mad. It, it'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. I'm trying to keep it professional. <laughs> I can't say I have a straight face. I can't even say I have a straight face. Uh, maybe face. maybe give him a couple beers well, it, before it the next episode. Well, it would have been a lot more. It would have been a lot more, except I went into a depression because we found out about Arbar right before that segment. That's true. And for those of you that don't know, like Arbar literally is a home away from home. Yes. Well, you guys are all waiting in line for beers. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> We're just, yeah, that's <laughs> they know us. They know us all in there very well at this point. Uh, do you have anything else to add today? No, I just I want to thank Mike for coming by, and uh, hopefully we hear from other people and make this. Uh, yeah, this is going to be something that we're going to... Um, I know one person that I definitely want to get on here. I talked to him a lot about it yep. yesterday, uh, Jason Newland. Um, very, very smart hockey mind. I love talking Blue Jackets hockey with him. We'll get him on here. Uh, I think he does 614 and Beyond podcast now. Yep. Um, yes, that's his. So, uh, yeah, we'll get him on here. We're going to get a lot of people on here. This is going to be uh, the, the fans podcast, man. We're just, just be patient with us. We'll get to everybody eventually. Just mm, for people who everybody. don't know Chase Newland, he's fired the cannon on Twitter. Fire the cannon on Twitter. I don't know right. if you want anybody knowing that. Well, shit. Now we'll cut that I out. Think, That's fine. Well, yeah. We'll J- keep Jason, his identity J- safe. Jonathan Newberry? Is that his name? Jonathan Newberry. Jonathan Dingleberry. All right. We're Dingleberry. done here. Thank you so much, little boomers, for listening to Bucket, the first ever Bucket and Boomer podcast today. Uh, Jordan, thank you so much for producing this. And and also thanks for not going to the bathroom and disappearing during it. Yes. I did you. go to the bathroom once, but I did oh not disappear. Oh, my God. He made it away. I did come I back. missed that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're very excited for this. Again, this is brought to you for, by the Artillery Podcast, just because we don't have a sponsor yet. But it's also Talking to you, Miller Lite. It's also always brought to you by the Artillery Podcast. We are a branch of the Artillery Podcast. Listen to that on Wednesdays, uh, Thursdays. We record on Wednesdays. They come out on Thursdays. Uh, we're going to do this. We're going to stay consistent with it every Sunday, whether uh, we can do it face-to-face like today, which is what I prefer. That is the plan. Or if we have to do it over Zoom, one way or the other, we're going to get this done. Uh, thanks for sticking with us, little boomers. I don't think I really have anything else. I think that's it. I don't have a spot. It's so weird not having an ad read. No. It's very weird not having an ad read. Uh, brought to, yeah, Bartha.com, studios, all that good stuff. The artillery room here in Bexley and all that. The artery room. Artery room. Uh, artery room. <laughs> Hmm. There's no L. There's no L in artillery. I don't know what I was doing. I have spelled artillery probably 25,000 times in my life, and I don't know what I was doing. You missed that that one. (laughs) I missed the boat on that one. Oh, man. All right, little boomers, we are done here. If you have any feedback, uh, give it. Get, let us know. Uh, we got the pot, we got the new Twitter account up and running today. Uh, the DMs will be open. Please let us know. I will be taking all of your questions and concerns myself. Whatever that means. And the little boomer. See you Wednesday, guys. Spay and neuter your Jordan. Do that's Warren's thing. Spay and neuter Spay your neuter bathroom yours. trips. Can't use that. Sorry.
I'm going to go pee first. <laughs> All right. We're testing the microphones. My level's perfect. Anybody seen Jordan? Anybody seen Jordan? <laughs> Which one did you plug him into three? Uh, yeah. Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. This bitch is hot. It's fucking hot in here. You good, you good. Thank you. Little and boomer. boomer. Little Source. boomer talk again for and me. And boomer. Source. Source. Keep the, we got to keep the swearing to a minimum. So I should get that out of the way right Do now. we, should we keep it to a minimum? Does it matter? We should attempt, but. Should be yourself. Sometimes poop happens. Sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> what the poop are you talking about? <laughs> All right, we're good. Cool.